Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Coming in 2022 to YouTube for the Windy. That's right. We're going YouTube along with the audio pod. Really looking forward to it. I know we had a little break in the pod December, but we're back. We're not waiting for 2021. We're starting now, even though it's an end-of-the-year podcast for the Windy City White Sox pod. I could not let the year end without wrestling up the king and Courtney and Mo uh, to join me to uh, say goodbye for 2021, get excited for 2022. And also the White Sox have had an interesting start to free agency. So Lauri is back and not a whole lot more. We'll discuss that. And I think you really enjoy the pod because it's fun as always. Hope everyone's having a great time uh, or a slightly positive time staying safe out there. It's a crazy world, right, that we're living in. So stay safe and keep listening to DeWindy and subscribe. We need subscribers. It helps the pod. It helps me. And it helps you because you'll know when podcasts are coming out. So everybody is in a win, win, win. I'll have a Bears pod up before the end of the year as well and a Bulls pod. So we're working through the holiday season over here. But DeWindy City White Sox pod with the King, with Courtney, with Mo. It starts right now. Showtime. The King. Did you shave your head, Mark? No, no, I didn't. I'm wearing my North. I'm going full Wildcat today, buddy. Let's see the tooth. Let's see it. It's not there yet. I mean, I got it. I got it fitted, but it's not. It's not. You know, I'm working on it for a New Year tooth. You so is you that act- on a container ship in the harbor? We're still waiting to get in, like everything else. Well, it's, it's <laughs> delicate when you have a, a presence in a in a, in the looks that I have. You really work hard on refining the tooth. Good to see you, though, uh, Mo. It's it, you too. it's good to see all of you. I've missed my boys. My God, it's been too long. Yeah, I've had a white White Sox withdrawal. Well, there's been nothing to celebrate, King. Uh, let's just start right there. I mean, should we all do uh just do some jumping jacks to uh, get excited about Leury Garcia? Leury, Leury, he's can back, baby. You, Mark, can I can I I can see where this is going, but uh, can we speak to you about strategy? Sure. Right. I, I think everybody saw the strike coming. You saw the euphoria in signing uh, Scherzer for 41 million. And you thought that was going to get out of hand in baseball in general. So why not wait until February 15th or a little later when there's going to be a plethora, a cornucopia of sorts of free agents that need to be signed. And maybe we can get some really good talent as in second base, right fielder, and a right-hand pitcher for a reasonable amount of money. I call that value <laughs> shopping. Look at Mo shaking his head. Before, before Courtney and a lot of talent on the market, and it's going to be have to, it's going to be 
have to have to be signed quickly. But a lot of a lot of talent on the market. A lot of the talent's already gone, King. That's, that's the not. Yeah, you guys, here you go again. My God. Well, here's, here's I love you too so much, and I missed you. But in so many respects, I didn't miss your sour, you know, dour uh, outlook on life. I want you to be. I want 2022 to be a positive mental attitude. That's a PMA, and that's well, not a that, that that's not a public. It's not public uh, uh, display of affection. That's not what I want. I want a PMA, positive mental attitude. Can I get that from all of you? Can I please? Well, I, I will always try to be positive, King, but I'm also going to be very realistic and logical because that's who I am. And I do want to touch on quickly on, on the CARM thing about uh, Leary Garcia because I think that's actually a very good signing. And I'm going to defend that because Leary had a lot of big hits for us last year. He's a damn good little player. And yeah, I don't want him to be the starting second baseman either. Don't get me started on that. I think we all know how I feel about that particular situation. But Leary needed to be re-signed. He's very valuable. He's a valuable guy off the bench. With that being said, the White Sox have sort of let this offseason before the lockout kind of slip between their fingers here. They have a huge hole at second. Again, don't get me started. And they have a huge hole at right field. They also need another starting pitcher. So... Things need to happen very quickly once this lockout ends for them to get back to where they need to be. Because a lot of these teams are getting better and the White Sox are kind of staying the same. And that's frustrating. Just for the record, King, two things. Number one, it's not a strike. It's a lockout. Let's get that right here. We need to. Why I particularly said lockout. I'm sorry. I I corrected him without correcting him. You know what I mean? Thank you. I appreciate the the, the clarity. I I wanted to put King in his room on that one because it was my opportunity. And the the other thing is I'm with you, King. I I don't think overpaying right now is uh, a great move. However, you don't necessarily like there's some moves out there that I don't think were overpays that have happened. And, uh, and I, and Courtney, I, I think Leori belongs with the White Sox. I like the Leori's back. And by the way, King, your, your puppy is in the background. There looks kind of amazing. Mo's a huge dog person. So am I Courtney loves animals. Uh, look at that dog. Wow. Um, oh yeah, here we go. Let's get the, let's, which by the way, Oh my this, God. Nice. Cute. Oh, yes, buddy. King's getting licked all over the place here. What's the name? The name is Goose because he's my wingman. Nice. Look at how beautiful that dog is. He's awesome. A, he's a he's silver beautiful. lab. Nice. Have you, have you ever even heard of a silver lab? Yes. Look at that blue eyes, beautiful. silver coat. Poppy, come here. He loves me so much. You know Hi. what? This dog loves me as much as I love the White Sox. And, and that's a lot. <laughs> So this thing's been licking my ears, licking my uh, my face, licking my hands. This, you know, this this is true love. This is positive mental attitude. Look at that thing lick me. God, you know, bless. King. I was gonna I was gonna talk about your comments about the waiting for the free agents. The problem is there's not really a lot of second base free agents out there to begin with, and and what's left there's there's not a lot that's really gonna help the Sox. Well, what would you have paid for it? They got it but, was. But do you really think? Do you really market. think the the market's gonna come down? At, they're gonna know, they're gonna resolve their issues. Would you have issues. paid for what was signed? Would you have paid for what was signed? Hey, hey, Mo, can I give you a piece of advice here? There, there are way there's great questions to ask the king, but in these particular corners of knowing the market of second base, that's not his strong support. You should just outline it to him and explain what's going on and why the Sox have, in your mind, hey, if I need to bring the prince in, I will. <laughs> well, right, we're, okay. gonna, we're gonna we're gonna need the for, for that level of analysis, we're gonna need the prince. And 
uh, hey, I'm just I'm just giving Mo an invitation to speak with to the authority that he is in the second base market, and we'll back you up, Mo. But I, listen, I'll I'll speak to it, and nobody's going to agree with me here because I I know this podcast, and you all are. You, you hate anything that has to do with the North side, but uh, six years, 140 for Javi at 28 years old to play second base. I don't hate that move. No, no, no. no. Yeah, so I know this podcast. They're all, you're all going to say no, but okay. One, one move. Hey Mark, one move I did like that the Cubs made was um, what's his face. That catcher. Why can't I think of his name right now? Jan, Jan Gomes. Yeah. Yes. I like that move a lot. I wish the Sox would have done that. I'm a big fan of his. That, that was, that was a nice, a nice acquisition there. I, I was into that. You loved the magical move with the Cubs made too for Kimbrels. I know you didn't <laughs> like the reverse side, but you did like the Cubs side of that. I, 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 I that for sure. I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm dying to get into this King. So let me just, let me just get on, get on my soapbox for two seconds here because I just want to get it off my chest. The fact that he is still a member of the white Sox. When I say he, I mean, Craig Kimbrell makes me want to pull my hair out. I mean, I think there's two things going on. I think the Sox are either looking for too much and there are smart teams. I don't want to take on an aging um, closer worth $16 million. It's just, it's mind blowing to me how bad this trade truly, truly was. It's, it's mind blowing, mind blowing. Anyway, continue. You know, my dad used to say, my dad used to say, you know, hindsight is 2020, right? And I was against the beginning came I you know? understand what you were but now you have to work with what you have okay yeah. <laughs> and so we will use Kimbrel to the best we will trade Kimbrel when it's right to trade Kimbrel see like right? we will get something for him it was the right move to sign him and then find somebody who needs him let, let me jump in here King and, and back you up because uh, one thing we know about Courtney is that patience is not her strength and <laughs> We are, we are we are a long way away from opening day. They're going to trade them. You're just going to have to sit with whatever anxiety you're sitting with on Craig Kimbrell. But you should just enjoy it because you can scream on Twitter about it, you know, at least once a week. And it's still, you know, it will, will uh, be worth one tweet a week. So, but he's- I, 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 mean, I think some of Courtney's uh, angst with it obviously was the deal at the beginning. But it's also the what are they really going to get for him? Yes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's part of the problem. Like he's not the most tradable asset right now. And we still have some holes. Yeah. Well, let, let's play that one out then. Let's, let's just say for argument's sake that they don't get any deal that they think is remotely fair for Craig Kimbrell. Okay. Then he starts the season with you and he pitches really well, hopefully. And then you deal him at the deadline or you pitch or he starts the season with you and he sucks uh, and so, and so then you dump him for the dog that you're being offered right now. I mean, it's not terrible if he starts the season. Yeah. But what, what have we seen Mark with him? Have we seen that he can get out of this? Cause listen, Liam Hendricks is the closer. He's a closer. Kimbrell is, is not going to close on the socks. He's just not. So I, I listen, I don't think we're going to get that far Courtney. I, I think he'll get dealt, but I also think if you did play it out, who's a better closer for their career, Hendricks or Kimbrell? Who was a better closer even last year when he was the closer? Kimbrell, right? Mo, am I missing something here? Is Ryan Sandberg, a better second baseman than Javi Baez? You're talking about ancient history. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh, okay, well. Kimbrell was, 
right now Hendricks is considerably better. It's not even close. You not you, even close. And Kimbrell was terrible with the Red Sox the last time he was in the American League, besides with the White Sox. Oh, oh, so oh, oh, hold on, hold on a second. Craig Kimbrell's numbers, you had an ERA of a half last year. Let's not let's not make it out like Liam was so much better than him last year. He just for whatever reason. He sucked when he came over here. Well, you know, Carmen, remember you're talking to me. I don't recognize the first half of last <laughs> okay. season. Okay. He pitched okay. for the Cubs. Oh, oh, okay. So, oh, and oh. just remember that when Kimbrough went to the Cubs, it took him about a year to get his legs under him. That's so too- maybe, you know, maybe he comes out like firing, you know, uh, like a madman. I mean, Courtney, I, I don't, I guess I, I listen, I know you hate, hated the trade and I love you. I know you love Nick Madrigal and I know you want him out of here. But worst case scenario, having that guy in your bullpen is not the end of the world. That's all I'm saying. For well, he, 16 or 18, it's kind of a, it's bad. Yeah. And, and he has proven that he can't pitch anywhere that's not the ninth inning. So what's the point of having him? There's no put him, point. Put him in the ninth. Let him pitch no. tonight. No. Why not? Why not? Because we have Liam Hendricks. Who's also but making- he's trade bait. We, you gotta, you gotta prove trade bait. They're not trading Liam Hendricks, oh. King, but they're, they're not, but, not the, not Liam Hendricks. Oh, Kimbrel, but, you put okay. him in the ninth. Okay, to, sure. To show his wares for God's sake. That's that's fair. Listen, I he'll get he'll get dealt. A lot of people didn't think the White Sox should sign him. Don't pick up the option. I was uh, of the favor that you pick up that option and you get something for him, and maybe he'll get more than you think, and and maybe you won't. But you, there's nothing wrong with holding him. And by the way, the White Sox have plenty of dough. Let's not cry poor over here. They can, they can. That's the problem too. They have plenty of money and I'm sick of hearing that they don't. That's not even true. It's not even close to being true. Okay. And more importantly, if anybody's going to pull your hair out, it needs to be Carmen based on your uh, acrimonious relationship last year. I'd like you two to make up and go into 2020. What, what, what are you also, talking about? What are you talking? We're long. She said she was pulling her hair out around Kimbrell. Yeah. And 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 earlier, and I said she should not be pulling her hair out. Finicum, Finicum. How how long has it been since you've been mad at me? Carmen and I are on good terms now. We've, all we've right, had, all right. Well, we, then, we've had some separate conversations outside of our group text. We're good. You're good. Um, I, he knows he's still on thin ice at times, but we're we're okay. We're okay, okay. So let's not pull anybody's hair out. Let's just keep it at. Let's look at this as a logical way to go into the season and get some good. Good uh, talent for Kimbrell. That's what I'm hoping for. Eric King, I'm going to poke at you now. Is this Tony LaRusso's last shot at it with the White Sox? This last... next year is his last year with the White Sox. Yes. You think so? I do. I think this is a make or break year for Tony. And he's going to go in fully healthy and he's going to have a, a gangbuster year and we're going to be holding that trophy over our uh, over our heads. So let's just imagine that the, a year from now we're talking about the White Sox won the World Series. Do you think he's walking off in the sunset? I do. I really so, do. So so no matter what happens, this is it. This I is mean it. maybe one more year after that, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was an underling that he was working with and he handed that trophy and the job off to that person and that person goes on to win a couple more uh, this is when i kind of look at the king and I, i'm trying to figure out does he actually know something here or is it just his opinion has he even speaking to his king contacts and has actual tony knowledge and with that smirk on his face right now which by the way dewindy is going to youtube that's, in, uh, in that's 2022 smirk. That yeah. smirk is because the puppy's licking my toes right now. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. okay. So maybe you don't know anything. Hey, Courtney, <laughs> you uh, for a year now, you have not been showing your face on this on the Zoom link. 
We are going to YouTube and the show is going to go to the next level. Will you, are you good with that? Are you comfortable with being a YouTube front facing camera personality? Very, very excited for that. I will make sure I am um, well prepared for that, Mark. I'm ready. Okay. Mo? If not, if not, we'll take Rose. Uh, I mean, how is Rose? <laughs> I, okay. You know, we've we've seen I'm... a couple pictures of Rose posted with you and Rose yes. looks spry and ready to talk and ready to be on camera. Uh, Carmen, so I think your budget, sorry, Courtney, go ahead. I, Mo, I'll let you speak in two seconds, but King, I'm really glad that you said this. Rose is currently in the hospital with pancreatitis. Oh, God. So, yes, she is struggling a little bit this week. And when I texted her that we're going to be doing this podcast, she even said to me, please make sure you send it to me. So let's all give Rose some love. She really needs it. And she's a tough woman. And she's still excited over our podcast, even in her current condition. Well, God, uh, blessings to Rose. I, I'll keep her in my thoughts and prayers. Feel Thank better, you. Rose. We need you. Rose, you, you know that you've always been my hero. And uh, I have no doubt that you're going to uh, feel better sooner than later. And if uh, Courtney created any of the stress that causes pancreatitis, I'd like to personally apologize <laughs> for Courtney. I, I second that motion. <laughs> I apologize for your daughter also. Yeah. Uh, Mo, how about a third? Third. Pass this motion. The motion is passed. I never heard of pancreatitis reading up on it. It doesn't sound like fun, Rose, but you got this. You got this. You got this. You got this. And again, uh, we all know that Courtney had some impact on the situation. <laughs> do you want to throw out targets, Mo? Do you, do, you have a, do you have a one guy that you want the White Sox to sign of who's remaining? Courtney? King? I think you're, you're like, the team's great. We don't need anything. So let me start with uh, those who are a little more hungry for added talent. My thing is, I think second base is a bigger need than right field because I think we can play uh, sheets somewhat and Vaughn if, if we're only going to get one person. I think we need to address second base. And I just, out of the free agents, there's not really a lot there. Um, Trade-wise, maybe we can trade Kimbrel and get something. I don't know. Like, I was kind of hoping they would trade Kimbrel to the Padres. That would solve one problem, and then we get Frazier, but they've moved him. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that second base situation mm-hmm. do you have i also don't think i also kind of think the Sox. you know they have uh suspetas in the minors and that they're supposed to be signing oscar colas that's some stuff king you may not know but i've done my research here prince probably knows it i'm questioning if they'd want to lock up a right fielder free agent wise given that they have these young guys i think that they're looking at in the next year or two free agent second baseman mo did you are you aware of this list I'm looking at a list right now, and it's not making me happy. Matt Carpenter, Josh Harrison, Cesar Hernandez, who the White Sox decided to not uh, pick up that option. Brock Holt, Jed Lowry, Chris Owings, Joe Panic, and uh, yeah, not much. Would Donovan- you ever trade? Would you ever trade Eloy? No. no. And a no. catcher. And no. a catcher from the Cubs. Would you ever think about that? I know. I know Courtney would. She would love her lover back. And, uh, and, and, and I don't know, you, you know, and cause you have Vaughn, I got you right here. I'm not in this picture. I'm not trading Eli. Sorry. Uh, what about, what about Trevor's story to play second base for a year at about, or two years at about 50 million? Would you do that? I've, I've hit on this before, Mark. I'm not a huge fan of that. His splits away from cores is really bad. Um, not a huge fan of that. However, yeah, I mean, out of the options you just named, which are pretty pathetic, yeah, he's the best option there. But to me, I think what would get the fan base excited for like sort of an off-season splash 
and I've wanted him since, you know, a few years ago was Nick Castellanos um, in right. I think he would absolutely tear it up at guaranteed rate fields. He already has. Um, I think that would be a very nice move. I mean, I agree with Mo. I think second base is a huge problem and Sox kind of earned that problem though. So, you know, they can deal with it on their own. You know, there's this guy by the name of, what is his name again? I think it's Chris Bryant, and uh, he could play right field. He could also play third base, and you could move uh, Yohan back to second. I wouldn't recommend that. But, you know, a lot of flexibility. Five years, $90 million was is what ESPN is speculating on KB. How would you feel about five years and $90 million for KB, you jerks? You know my comments, absolutely not. And <laughs> and, and moving Moncada away from third is insane. He's a fantastic third baseman. I, I agree. I agree. That's not the perfect way, but but okay. Yeah, so no no KB. I, I get it. I get it. Carmen, uh, I feel like you're personally with, with this podcast and your other podcast, you're trying to find KB at home. I I, I hope yeah. you're getting a finder's fee out I, of that. I hope you are too. Are you I, are you and are you, are you podcast? Host and agent now. I I, I don't I, know what. I I like good baseball players. I like guys with high OPSs. He's got the third best OPS of anybody out there right now. Nick Castellanos would be an incredible signing. You you know what I've heard is that the Sox have been tied a little bit to Michael Conforto. Does that do anything for anyone? Not terrible. Not terrible. Doesn't thrill me. Nick Castellanos would thrill me. If we get Nick, will you forget about? Will you forgive the the? Uh, Madrigal and the and the Kimbrel trade because no. I don't think I can take another one of your rants. Can you just forget it? I mean, forgive and forget. Can you please do that? It's if going you- to be very hard for me to watch Madrigal on this on the north side hitting, you know, three ten for them. It's going to so be very hard. Is this going to be pervasive through two thousand and twenty two? I I just need to know. I need to prepare between uh, the holiday, between Christmas and New Year's. I got to know what I'm going to prepare for. That's actually an interesting question. Prepare yourself, King. You're going to need to prepare. But what happens if Nick hits uh, 225 for the Cubs, Courtney? What will you be saying at that point? I I will happily admit that, you know, I was I was wrong about him. I don't see that happening, though. Don't see it happening. It will just prove that the Cubs ruined another player. If it does happen, will you be quiet? That's all I need to know. You don't want to be quiet, King. As much as you joke about my ranting and act like it's such a big thing, you love it. Come on. No you comment. love a spicy, feisty woman. Don't act like you don't. I do. You're right. Yes, You're right. exactly. It's it's amazing as I scroll through my Twitter and refresh. Oh, there it is right at the top, at Courtney883. I haven't checked out your tweets in a second here. So let's see here. We're writing about the anti-vaxxers. That's always interesting. Um, Matt Nagy makes Vic Fangio and company look like offensive geniuses. Wow. Uh, There's a, there's a fire on my, my guy, Vic Fangio. Um, The bears Vikings game is as crap tastic as I thought it would be. I mean, seriously, how do you have this many thoughts like just randomly throwing you through your head all day long. You got the drunk umpire. Um, we got a Trump tweet. We've got uh, a new assistant just put you on speakerphone tweet. We've got. Um, how do you keep a, a job? I, I don't a, know how you keep a we job. Got, we got a Bulls fan tweet. We've, <laughs> we've got we've got a Drew Lock tweet. We've got uh, we've got a Melvin Gordon tweet. We got a Teddy Bridgewater tweet. We got a George Patton tweet. I mean, seriously. George, George Payton, Mark. I'm sorry, George, George Payton. Payton. Oh, excuse me. I, Mark, I think you're seeing the cause of pancreatitis 
right now. <laughs> I mean, my I, through those. I think uh, I just like this one. Rose, sex. I'm still praying for you, Rose, for many reasons. Keep sex, going, Mark. Rose needs this one. Sex is cool, but have you ever <laughs> chugged an ice cold water after a night of drinking at Courtney? <laughs> Rose, again, in my <laughs> prayers, in my thoughts. Oh, God, that one. <laughs> and then, and then there it is the, the standard perfect beer flight, um, Finicum closing out the year in style. Here's a Kyrie Irving beginning to COVID. Uh, Courtney, you're, you're on your game 365. Three, there's not a day that you take off. It's impressive. Uh, Thank you. Okay. So, all right. Well, team, I, I just want to, you know, this is a, a holiday celebration and, um, you know, I got it's 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 a Merry Christmas. It's a Happy Hanukkah. It's a it's a Happy New Year. It's a end of 2021. And uh, Don't forget about Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, of course. No, no yeah. doubt about Kwanzaa. I, I'm looking for your like looking back on White Sox biggest celebration moment looking at the 2021 season. Uh, you can go as easy as the the one playoff win and that that crazy night at Guaranteed Rate Field, uh, or you can go off the board with something else that just jumps into your mind. Celebrate when you think of the 2021 White Sox in a positive light, like you're channeling your inner king. What is your what what comes to mind for a celebration? Mo, you look deep in thought over there. There's so many, so many. Uh, this podcast has to rate among the the highlights of the Aww. year, though. This has been so much fun. So much fun. Obviously, the the blackout game though for me was was tops. And then you know sharing the the good win, walk off king. You hooked us up. That was uh, that was memorable. That was unequivocally my best moment. Sitting with you, uh, you three, and that walk off, uh, that walk off home run, out of out of that was good one, right? Yes. Yeah. And he, you know, what an unlikely. And he did it again, but but what an unlikely player to do that at a time when uh, when Finnegan had three or four uh, wines in her, and we had to steal a couple uh, out of the stadium so she could go home and finish. Did you hear uh, that, Finnegan? I did. I did. Why is this happening, King? I expect more from you, Finnegan. I'm sorry, Finnegan. I'm I'm sorry. I got stuck on the wine. But uh, let me let me go back to that. That day was the best. And I agree with Mo on the podcast and and just the promise of the White Sox. I can't wait for 2022. Courtney, King, you're that, up. That was that was a thing of beauty. And you stealing the wine for me was a top five highlight. It just was. And like you said, I already had three or four in me. It was great. Great walk off. But I got to give love to Field of Dreams. I mean, that was an insane walk off. I mean, I wasn't there for it. Right. Right. Carmen? I wasn't there for it, but God damn it. it was Carmen crazy. brought Chris Bryant with them. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. But that was a phenomenal walk off. And then obviously, like Mo said, you know, blackout game, nothing better. And I think I mentioned this on the last podcast too. arguably the biggest highlight of my personal 2021 uh, career. <laughs> 2021 season was walking into guaranteed rate field first time opening day after a year of not going to games. Very special. I love that. And I don't want to, you know, big time everybody here, but, uh, 
I got to say, Memorial Day weekend, when I got the call to do some t- some White Sox TV, that was uh, – You were great. You did was, a great job. You did a great was, job on those broadcasts. I think Real that was my post, I think that was my hands-down favorite day of the entire year. Um, that was a, a, a completely unexpected. And then, uh, yeah, to, to even later in the year to – Okay, we got Ozzy and Frank today. This is unbelievable. I, I'm just hanging with these two. Um, Let me ask you one question about that, Mark. Yeah. Did you return the suit that you bought to look so sharp? No, no I no, Or did you keep it? I did kept it. Keep it? I kept oh. it. Terrible, <laughs> terrible job. I went to – that's a good story. I went to I went to the real Nordstrom's, wanted to uh, – just felt like I needed to upgrade and look hip because we were coming for Ozzy. I paid God knows how much for a belt that I never would have paid for. I spent $8,000 on a pair of shoes. I mean, I basically lost money on the whole deal just to, just for the show. But, you know, it was, uh, it was a good look, the first one. Then I didn't want to wear it again. And then, and then Finnecum was yelling at me about my, 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 my suit choices in other, in other broadcasts. So, but, but I still have it, King. I, I still have the clothes. I don't know. All right. So, hey, um, I'm not sure how much time we have left here, but I, I'm just, I want everybody to know who listens to the Windy City White Sox podcast. And there's a, there's a good, solid crew out there. We are going YouTube uh, in, the, in, in 2022. So, when we get it going, first subscribers, you will uh, be getting such things as can't see this, but you'll be getting the Everest fan-sided bobblehead. Uh, we'll be, I'm giving gifts out this year. No joke. Did you guys uh, get yours? I haven't gotten mine yet. I haven't gotten no, mine, but I'm lost know, in the delivery. This is upon us. Yes. It must be with your tooth lost in the mail. Yeah. Um, you know what? When I get off this pod, I'm sending the three of you something. So, so uh, please text me your addresses. Will you do that? Can I get, the, will you, yes. uh, Will you do that? Okay, great. Absolutely, yes. Okay, all right. Text the address, and you're going to get something amazing from me that's just really going to make my make me happy, if not you guys. So, um, all right. Thanks for making time, White Sox fans. Don't worry about. Hey, let's get let's let's get predictions before we go. The day that the lockout ends is what? February sixteenth. That's super optimistic. Mo, uh, February tenth. Oh my God, more optimistic. Courtney, March first. You guys are high on crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is going okay. I mean, I'll go with May the seventeenth. Holy shit! Really? Wow. Yes, yes. Did you see? Did you see how they partnered with the lot with, with the pandemic? They couldn't get together or anything. Okay, fine. We'll give you a 60 game season. Like, I don't think they want to, I don't think they want to pay him for April. Nobody comes out. There's nobody, no one's there. And who knows what's going to go on with the, the next variant. I, I think this goes into the season. I, I really I think we're going to have to, we're going to have to do a podcast with dogs and cat stories until, uh, until they come back then. That's hey, Mark, just say at the end, just say bah humbug. When you say that, say the date again and say bah humbug. Why? Well, because it's just a it's a just a terrible way to look at it. You stay positive, just like with okay. the White Sox, that we're uh, going to end this thing. I, coming I, from I, amicable hey, res- hey, resolution, and we're going to start playing good baseball. Hey, buddy. Hey, bu- hey, buddy. Yes. Uh, it's not it's not positive or negative for me. 
baseball is going to be back. I'll be fine without it for a month. I'll miss it. And then when it's here, it'll be here and I'll be happy. It's here. Um, this is no, uh, there's no water off a duck's back, Bubby. You make the, make the right deal. Let's okay. let's, let's level the playing field. Let's make this deal. Let's make this deal. Yeah. We're not going on lockout. We're starting. The That's season. right. We're not. Okay. This we're podcast not. is not on lockout. And I, and I actually, I forgot two topics that we got to get in here. We got about eight minutes to do it. Number one, uh, Minnie Minoso going into the hall of fame. Yes. You have any, does anybody have a mini story? Any, does Minnie mean anything special to anyone here? Cause Minnie is um, one of the all time great white Sox, if not the greatest, if you consider his entire body of work and what he meant to the game. Right. Well, did you ever, and you guys probably noticed this Minnie used to, used to drive around or used to walk around with a ball in his hand. Right. And he always would always play with that ball. Right. And I saw Minnie with a, I think it was like an old Cadillac or an old Impala or something driving up the highway. And sure enough, you know, it said uh, Minnie or it said Minosa on the license plate. And yet I drive up next to him and he's got that ball in his hands. He's driving, <laughs> just working that ball for what was it? Six uh, centuries, Right. Or not centuries, uh, decades or whatever. Ten year uh, movements. Decades. King, yes. Decades. Yeah, six yes. decades. Yeah. He played baseball and he never let that ball out of his hands. Never. I once saw a drink with Minnie Minoso at Sox Fest. Sure. That's not a shock to anyone on this podcast. No, it's not. But did you talk to him or did you just get like a quick cheers? Oh, no, we, we, we sat and talked. The guy was a baseball, huge passion for baseball. Still, I mean, he was older at this point, you know what I mean? And he was still kind of holding court at the bar. And I remember he was flirting with a, you know, kind of a very attractive older woman. I'm just like, mini man, get after <laughs> it. Get after it. I love it. Just go make game. Go, go mini. Uh, and then the other, the other thing is uh, King has stepped away here, but uh, Dick Allen did not get into the Hall of Fame. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's a, that's, a, that's a shame. Like, that is some serious BS, man. Gee, Dick Allen should get interest for looking like the coolest baseball player of all time, period. Has anybody ever looked cooler in a baseball uniform than that dude? Seriously. He had a 42-ounce bat. That dude was uh, that dude was all man. Everything about him. He had two inside-the-park home runs in one game. That dude was all man should be in the Hall of Fame. Period. Did, did the king come to his feet at Old Comiskey Park when Dick Allen came to the plate? Absolutely. That was a little bit of a pause there. Who was your was he your favorite player or no? Uh, White Sox. I don't know. He's who who was up there for you? I liked Lamar Hoyt. I liked well, R.I.P. Lamar for the for the record. Just yeah, I know. I, I mean, there was just there's so many good players, but he was one of them. It was Dick, Allen, Dick Allen was my dad's favorite player by far. I love it. Uh, when White Sox fans talk about Dick Allen from that era, it is there is such reverence and appreciation for him. It's it, I wouldn't say it's like the Bears to Gail Sayers, like that fandom, but it's not quite that tall, but there is some serious Dick Allen love out there. I heard a Dick Allen story that he was at the game and he disappeared and he came back with, uh, hot sauce stains on his uh, jersey. That he went. He went. <laughs> he went on the south side and picked up some tacos and a, a, had a nice meal and came back and played. 
I mean, that is classic Dick Allen, Babe Ruth. All those guys belong in the Hall of Fame. Babe Ruth used to get a hot dog and a hooker. Dick Allen got a couple tacos. They both had stains on their uniforms. What Put them both in the Hall of Fame, for God's sake. I, I, I believe Babe is there, and uh, hot dog and a hooker definitely is uh, one of the top 10 moments of the pod in 2021. You, you're making me think of Quentin Daly, for the record, Chicago Bull, who used to uh, have a little bit of an issue with the cocaine, also RIP, but he would order, he would get hot dogs and he would get the sugar rope at the old stadium brought to him at the end of the bench, which those sugar ropes were amazing. Uh, I want to say they were a dollar, maybe two bucks. I miss Chicago stadium. I miss old Comiskey park. I miss the good smell of urine and combined with beer in a ballpark. That's how it should be. But I guess we're moving things forward. Uh, Hey, uh, happy new year. Good to see you guys. Thanks for making time. Um, just so you know, King, this podcast will not be uploaded today. It's going to be a a, a, a a later in the week, more Christmassy podcast. So Rose has got to wait a second. Okay. Ro- okay. Courtney. He's yeah. hopefully he'll be feeling better in the next few days and be very excited to hear it. There Thank we go. And the content is not perishable. So that's okay. Mark non-perishable. It is a non browning banana. So we're okay. And happy new years to you guys. And YouTube, here we come. YouTube, here we come. Yep. I'm excited. I'm ready, Mark. I'm ready. All right, Courtney. I'm, 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 I'm glad you're ready. Mo, what's that thing on your head today? Softball. (laughs) Mo, I love you so much. Come on. It is, it is your softball. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. I did not go a whole hat with airs and stuff. It doesn't really work with the, uh, with the the headset but yeah it's southpaw courtney did you know that was southpaw before he said it of course i did i mentioned it earlier when we all logged in i'm like it's freaking southpaw come on there was never a doubt that courtney knew i I, never a doubt i i i i i I missed it i feel terrible i I think the whole thought is a failure now because i didn't notice southpaw but i'll i'll have to get over it all right team good to see you always a pleasure happy new year everyone god love you guys Rose is currently in the hospital with pancreatitis. Oh, God. Feel Thank better, you. Rose. We need you. That's smirk is because the puppy's licking my toes right now. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Okay. So maybe you don't know anything. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. That's not what I want. I want a PMA, positive mental attitude. Can I get that from all of you? Get that. Delicate when you have a, a presence in, a, in, a, in the looks that I have. Carmen and I are on good terms now. We've, all we've right, had- all right. That's some stuff, King, you may not know, but I've done my research here. Prince probably knows it. It will just prove that the Cubs ruined another player. You don't want to be quiet, King. As much as you joke about my ranting and act like it's such a big thing, you love it. Come on. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.